Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today we are going to look at the subject of angels, saints and goblins. An interesting combination. Many people believe that these creatures exist, others do not. So today we're going to ask Spirit about this, what they feel about the subject. So greetings, Medina. Greetings. An interesting subject. So Mm -hmm. angels and goblins and saints do they exist well they exist for some people and all i can say and i speak for many in spirit is that i and others have never seen an angel nor do we have any saints at home, other than what mankind attributes to a person. But when they return in spirit, they are not saints, because we do not have such things. Nor goblins, these again are creations of mankind. But having said that, we perhaps will discuss where all this came from and how it came into being. And there are such things as nature spirits. And I will explain a little more later. Very interesting, Medina. So let's break it down into individuals. Let's start with angels now this is something that many people believe in Uh in many religions and often people say they've seen angels so what actually is going on there in the human mind well quite possibly and this does happen that people may see a spirit and the light they would see around the spirit, which is quite normal. And they would refer to that as an angel. But may I say that no spirit would appear to be wearing wings on their backs at all which is how an angel is depicted of the earth. And may I say, this all came about if you do your research within the earth, within your history. You may go back to a time, perhaps as an example, 
in ancient Egypt, where a person might be considered to be, or a spirit, a god, would be attributed with wings, symbolizing that they were free roving, which of course spirit may very well be. As you become more aged, you become more free roving until very ancient spirits are completely free roving and able to go anywhere. So symbolically, this was denoted at that time by having that meaning. And that is what is represented within the hieroglyphics of early Egyptian graphics that were made to put on their walls, which people interpret today. So there has always been that symbolism. And of course, it may not be relevant, but a pilot within the earth is awarded his wings when he has achieved a certain grade and efficiency to perform, to be allowed to pilot a plane. So that is how that came into being. So when we talk about angels then, Padina, it sounds from what you're saying is, is that man has picked up information from spirit and then adapted it to suit his own needs. Is that what you're saying? Possibly, yes. It would originally, in its original meaning, would be attributed to a god or to a being by them representing that they were free to move around perhaps the earth and the cosmos, the universe, as they chose to, which of course spirit are some to more limited means than others, depending on spiritual age. Now, of course, in if we're going to take this a little further, angels are just one of many so-called creatures in heaven um, that people have believed in over the, the centuries. Of course, seraphim and all the other um creatures that are supposed to exist in heaven mm -hmm. are, are you saying all these of course aren't real either 
Mostly, yes. Yes. Okay. So we'll put angels aside for a moment then. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to saints. Now, you know, many people believe in saints. It's saint this and saint that. And it, they believe um, that some people on earth are beyond almost human frailty and and show signs of of uh, i suppose heavenly behavior and are given the title of saint usually mm-hmm. after they die so you've already said that saints don't exist but so why does man do you believe wish saints to exist well again they what well, spirit exists without doubt and those who were awarded sainthood within the earth were given these awards by man by religion by the church but they returned home to spirit having been through the life evolved developed a little more until they then might have to return in another life at a future time for their progression and spiritual involvement. But they are not saints in any way at home. They are simply spirit who has returned from the earth life and continue their existence as spirit. But be assured, even though man might regard them as worthy of being called a saint, they are humanoid with frailties, with flaws of the earth, with imperfections, of course, because no one living on the earth or elsewhere, spirit, whatever, are not perfect. Only the great mind, your God, is perfect. Now, it may be that someone has lived a life, has gained much from that, and done very good work within the earth. And people might feel they want to recognize that individual for what they have done, for what they have achieved, for the legacy they have left behind. And therefore, people might then wish to record them, sainthood. And that is man's choice. But all I can say is, there are no saints in spirit. Thank you, Bedina.
Now, the thing about this is what I feel anyway. It's quite arrogant for man to decide whether one person is a saint and another is not, because mm -hmm. they don't know why they're living their life and why, you know, and how they have evolved during that time. Indeed. And so it is an arrogance of man to decide. Mm -hmm. One of God's creatures, is it not? Mm -hmm. mm. But following that, may I say, as an example, I had one life amongst many, many within your earth, whereby I lived a most humble existence. I was treated very badly. I lived in the fields with barely enough to eat. And it was only through the generosity and the care of a country person that I survived. And I went through many difficulties, wearing rags of a disability and treated very unkindly by many. And yet I returned home. And that life, because of the hardships involved, gained me the most progression. It taught me the most, and it evolved me the most in any life I had ever existed. That was the one that gained me the most. And of course, you would have gone under the radar of anyone who were looking for <laughs> saints, wouldn't you, in Indeed. such a life? Indeed. And yet it was the most meaningful out of all of the mm -hmm. lives that you've lived. Mm. That says mm. such a lot, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on to goblins. Now, I must admit, I've never seen a goblin either. But so what is the point of a goblin? I mean, there are, there are many such fairy creatures, if you like, that... that many different civilizations have referred to. I mean, in, hmm. even in our own country, in the UK, and you've only got to go to different parts of the country and you will find many different types of creatures that man, hmm. like man says exists. So what would you like to say about that? Well, these, some of these things have existed in the form of nature spirits. It is rich culture within many lands to have little people who are a guidance, who do good work, supposedly, or bad. And there is much to be gained in the meaning of all this 
in the folklore and the richness of this mythology and its legends. But where these things have existed before, they have been created by mind. They are thought forms. And some you would regard as quite beautiful. But they are not spirits created by the great mind. And there are thought forms which have been created in evil by those very strong on the dark path, including Lord Set, what he has created, some of these forms. They are very real. They do not have eternal life. They do not have the God light within them. They are not created by the great mind, but they are created forms of life by evil for evil purposes. So some of these things have existed and they are dealt with in most cases today and there is very little of this that exists anymore other than what might be created by a few who have the strength and the power acting within Satanism and witchcraft. So potentially these things may exist. Yes. So what I'm understanding from this is that we talk about thought being the most powerful force in the universe. Mm -hmm, indeed. And that man, as a collective, if he puts his mind to it, so to speak, he can create as well. Oh, indeed. Yes. So these creatures then were created at the time when people needed to make sense of their universe. And now, you're saying, as people stop believing in them, then the thought of their existence fades and these creatures would fade as well? They existed. Now, this is a little difficult, perhaps, to explain. But they existed in a place, in a time, which was fitting, which was appropriate for the beliefs and the folklore, the traditions at that time. And gradually, as mankind has, in recent times, developed so-called sophisticated ideas, 
sophisticated behavior and manner. He has left a lot of this folklore, mythology behind, referred to only within the history books. Yes? Yes. Yes, I understand. And therefore, they have dissipated. They have no longer been needful. They have no longer been appropriate part of the life of your earth at this time. So are we saying then that because man has become so materialistic at, at present, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they totally be only believe in that which they can touch and feel and examine physically? Yes, yes. And so... Except, may I say, as I said before, some have seen spirit, of course, which do exist, and for a particular reason, and that has been very real, and for a good purpose. Of course, I mean, that makes perfect sense. But in general, people are very physical and materialistic at present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping, I'm guessing, not really guessing at all, actually, I'm hoping that the future will change and will replace materialistic viewpoints to something more spiritual. Oh, indeed. Yes, your world is to develop and evolve and come to more understanding of the science of spirit, of the logic, of the reason, the knowledge of spirit, that is all to come. But also, while we are talking on these subjects, I feel it might be necessary to mention about ghosts. Okay. And these do exist. They are not spirit. They are simply, and nothing to be afraid of in any way, they are simply a recording. Now, to explain this for people to understand, you may watch a film, a video, which is recorded on material, which is then transformed to your television sets through the air, through the ether, through electrical means, all of these. And you hear sounds which are transmitted as waves in the air and are picked up by receivers your radios, your televisions. It is exactly by this means that people are able occasionally to view something that has happened before 
And a recording then is released from the walls of a building or from some material that has absorbed an incident in the past and is just releasing this as you pick up visually as a recording and sounds in exactly the same way. And it has been recorded and noted scientifically by researchers studying this that they are able to pick up recordings from the past from walls of old buildings. It has not always been understood and the recordings have been, let us say, a little feeble and weak, but nonetheless they are there and it has been well noted and recorded scientifically. So that is what I wanted to explain about ghosts. Again, nothing to be fearful of, nor is there anything to be fearful of in seeing spirit if one does this. Except I will say, then if people are to play dangerous games with Ouija boards, pendulums, tarot cards, things of this nature, they might be inviting something quite dark, which do exist, to then penetrate their earthly place and possess them to that extreme situation which has happened and may happen so people should not play with these things but normally spirit there is nothing one should be afraid of in any way thank you Bedina. now i think sometimes people who have seen ghosts would then extend the situation they experience with their own imagination to state that there's been some kind of interaction with that ghost, whereas what you're saying is that wouldn't be the case. No, not with a ghost, no. But people's imagination is what it is, which is a good thing mm -hmm. at times, but maybe a little bit negative at times. So... When we talk about literature then, Padina, many of these creatures appear in literature. Mm -hmm. Will literature change in the future? Would it be more factual? Um, I think people would not want to lose their imagination and their ability to 
to invent something new or some mythology or something based on something of the past, whatever. It is true to say there is more interest in the reality of educational programs on your television. And there is perhaps a growing interest more in documentary material. Certainly, this is the case more so today than it has been in the past. And this might continue to develop in this wise. So perhaps there is something in what you say. But I would hope, and I think it is only right, that people should be able to enjoy a little fantasy as well. I don't see anything wrong in this. Thank you, Bedina. So let's look at the future now, finally. So how will things be in the future, would you say, in regard to what we're talking about today? Well, I hope as man evolves and develops, and more importantly, matures, as his world matures, he will develop a better understanding of these things. And I hope come to realize the reality. And as I say, I think fantasy has its place. It is good as long as one recognizes what is fantasy and what is reality. It is important to be able to distinguish between the two. Yes, that makes sense. Thank you, Bedina. Well, we're coming to the end of mm -hmm. another very interesting podcast. Good. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close? No, I don't think so. I do not wish to take away people's beliefs if that is what they want to maintain. I can only offer what is our experience in spirit, what we see, what we know. And if people wish to maintain their beliefs in some of the things you have mentioned, angels and saints, that is their choice. This is interesting because, in fact, if people understood spirit more, there's more wonder in spirit than ever there was in the literature that has been created in the past. Indeed. 
the reality of life sometimes is of greater interest than the fantasy. Thank you, Bettina. Thank you very much. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.